Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Security Insecure, hosted by Johnny Seifert. This is the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. And if you have the same mantra as me, then before we get to today's guest, please subscribe to Security Insecure while you're listening. And at the end of the episode, give a five-star rating and a review. And let me tell you about my guest today. My guest today was on season nine of Love Island in early 2023, lasting 23 days in the Love Island villa, known for her relationships with Kai and Ron, but away from Love Island, she is a hairstylist and an influencer, and I'm delighted to welcome her to Security and Secure. It's Tanya Raven. Hello, Tanya. Hi, thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. I loved you on Love Island earlier this year, but your time was a little bit too short for me, so... I don't feel like we got to really know the real you, which is why I wanted you on Security and Security today. So take me back to your childhood. Talk to me about your upbringing, because there's so much that we don't know that we need to know about you. So I actually had a really good upbringing. Like, I've got really good parents. I was very lucky in that sense. But obviously, everyone has their issues growing up. I think, like, nothing is 100% smooth. And if it is, then you're really lucky. When I was growing up, I was quite young. I think it was, like, 13 or 14. My mum suffered with breast cancer. And I've actually never really wanted to speak about it before just because I didn't know if she'd be like comfortable talking about it. But I think now where it's so common, my parents are quite open to it. She had breast cancer and it was, I think, stage two or stage three. And it was quite bad at the time. Like she had to go through chemo and everything. So it wasn't easy to see growing up. But I was always like out with my sisters. I was more of like the strong one, I think. And I think them two were more like the panickers. So they'd panic about everything. I and mean, I'd be like the one to calm my mum down. So she'd come to me a lot for stuff like that. And yeah, I'd just really support her through it. So it wasn't an easy thing to go through though. I always just like turned to God and always thought you have to be grateful because at the end of the day, you just got to see it as like this, like we're living in like London. I've got a home. I've got a good family. My sisters are there to support me as well. I'm lucky. Like I had to think of it as, I'm in a, in a lot better position than some other people. Like, if anything, you've got to remind yourself where you're at, where you're actually lucky. And yes, this isn't a nice situation to be in, but there's people out there that are starving. They have no homes. They're going for a lot worse than I am. And that's what made me think, do you know what? Like, if anything, help others and not don't just focus on one thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not someone to sit there and be like, poor me. Yes, you can feel like shit and whatever. And obviously I'm entitled to, I felt awful, but... I wanted to just try and make the situation better. And it made me, if anything, want to make others feel better. And what about the BRCA gene? Have you got the gene? No, so we don't attest to that. And thankfully we don't, because quite a few other members in the family actually had it. Oh, thank God for that. And what about you at school? Who were you in school, Tanya? 
Do you know what? I was actually really, really like introverted. I didn't really like speaking to many people. And I don't know if you could tell that from Love Island. Like in a way I'm so confident and I love making friends. I have a lot of friends and a lot of people come to me for advice. And I think it was the same person in school, but I just always like to have a few people just because I've always not trusted. That's one thing about me. I don't really trust people. And I'd rather have a small group and a small circle that I can trust. I don't care for having so many numbers of friends because it's not gonna get you so far, do you know what I mean? Like you, what matters is how people are behind your back, do you know what I mean? I always prefer to have a smaller amount of friends. I was popular, but I wouldn't say I was too popular because I didn't really make the effort as much. They called us like the posh girls at the time and I am so far from posh, I don't know where that come from. But I think it's just because we're always like doing our makeup, our hair, we just always wanted to look good, very far from that. It's interesting when you look at popularity in school <laughs> and obviously the Love Island image, because one likes to think, you know, if you've got if you're popular in school, suddenly you're gonna be a Love Island star. When was that moment that you got that validation for yourself that number one, I'm popular, number two, it's not that they go hand in hand together, but also I could go on Love Island and get on the actual show. Do you know what? I didn't think I'd be good enough to go on the show. I just saw it as an experience. I just thought, how can I miss this opportunity more than anything? For me, it was more like, just take it. Just take this opportunity. And if anything, when they first reached out to me, I was actually quite worried and anxious. I was like, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if this is me because I can't be bothered to make that much effort with that many people. Even though I am very friendly, it's just I don't go out of my way. Not only that, also... I don't like sharing drinks with people, let alone kissing so many people. So I was like, how the hell am I going to do this? It was actually my older sister. She was like, Pan, you have to do this. It's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. So she was like the person in my ear encouraging me. And that's basically why I've done it, really, thanks to her. So hold on. So... They messaged you on Instagram to say, go and do the show. Why do you think they messaged you? I think maybe because of how my Instagram looks. I think it just looked like she likes to go out a lot. Um, they, I think they straight away saw me and thought, oh, she's quite bougie. She likes to go out. She likes to dress up. She does her makeup, her hair. Probably really outgoing. And I, I am really outgoing. So they probably thought she'd be perfect for the show. And I think it was just the look that they went with. Right. Okay. So when you get to that first audition, they say, right, you need to audition. Let's go there. How did you find that experience of going, okay, you want me for my looks, but also I'm a real person and it's also about the inside that counts. So I think they saw that anyway over time. Like when we have like our auditions one by one, they start to see like, they would be like, they would be like oh, you're so funny. Like I wouldn't take my life my, myself so seriously. Like for me, it wasn't all about looks. I just take the piss out of myself. And I think that's what they liked. And I just take the piss out of my past relationships in the sense of myself. Like I wouldn't take anything too seriously in life. And I think that's what they liked me for. And also how, I think they liked how like stubborn I was and how like guys chasing me. So they probably thought she's gonna be amazing on the show. So then you get onto the show as one of the OGs. What was that experience like? Cause I've spoken to a lot of the Love Islanders from your series and a lot of them said how cliquey the OGs were, especially with the girls, then the boys. What was your experience like? Um, I think with the girls, it was quite like, Mm, I think in the very beginning, we were very close because we had each other and no one else, you know what I mean? Like, no one else has come in yet. So we was very close and I think we had something in common where we started off together. But then as time goes by, I don't think you always stay that close because you get to know like, one another more. You you end up, like, vibing with other people more. And, like, as bombshells would come through, you'd see, like, oh, actually, I'm close to this person or... As you get to know people, you you disagree with certain things and you see how people act in certain situations. And sometimes you might be wrong, they might be wrong. It doesn't matter. It's just some personalities just don't click. So I'd say, like, 
my time in there, I'd say overall, I was probably closest to Lana as one of the OGs. And that's it, really. Like, the other girls I was close to, but not 100% throughout towards the end. How do you look back at that time now? You've had a couple of months away from it. Obviously, you've got the new series on now, which obviously means you're suddenly going, oh, that was me, that, you know. Um, how do you look back at that whole experience, Tanya? Do you know what? It's so mad because now it's, like, such a blur to me. Like, it, it's just come and gone. And I really wish, like, if I knew the people before they went in, I wish I could just say to them, enjoy every minute of it because... Like, at the time when I went in, I had such a good time, but sometimes I was too much in my head, like, thinking about what's going on in the outside world, what's my family thinking? And I wish I just really didn't care, like, completely, and just, like, let loose and just enjoyed myself. But I had such a good time. It was such an amazing experience, and everything happens for a reason, so I don't regret anything. And everything's really worked out for me from after, like, leaving. Like, now I'm in a relationship, I'm really happy. So everything, it just shows it happens for a reason. Is it hard getting a relationship after the show? Because obviously there's obviously there's the intention that you're going to become a bit of an influencer, but there's also that element of, will I find love? You know, the naive people like me going, they're on Love Island because they can't get any love. But then you come out of the villa and you're into a relationship. What was that adjustment like to go, now I'm a celebrity and I also want to have a normal life. I'm a normal human being. Do you know what? I think that you are in control of that. As much as you think, oh, you can't help that and other people will see you as that, you're in control of that. Like, there's certain things, if I don't want to go to, I don't force myself to go to. Um, some people, like, some people might want to be around more influencers because they want to have that lifestyle. If I don't want to do something, I won't put myself out there. Like, it will just be what I feel comfortable with. So when it comes to work, I'll put myself out there because that's what will benefit me. That's I focus on my career. And then my private life, like my love life, with my partner will be completely separate. Do you know what I mean? So it's just, that's all in my control. Um, and when I met him, I knew him previously, but we hadn't spoken for many years. So it was more comfortable. So it worked really well in my favor, but I didn't really have a worry if I would ever meet anyone. Like, I think I actually worried more about that before going on Love Island. And When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's not that I had a worry. I knew I would meet someone, but it was more like the right one. I, I want to just have a good life, meet someone who makes me happy. Um, it's not easy finding someone who you really get on with nowadays who respects you. So, and I was never going to settle for less. So I, I knew that either way, I would find someone who deserves me and I deserve them because I wouldn't settle for less. But yeah, it's been really good coming out, actually. I've just been, I think, lucky in that sense. But for anyone else, I feel like if you don't meet them in there, you can't put that pressure on yourself because it's when it's meant to be is when it's meant to be. 100%. I suppose that's also giving you a bit of perspective as well. And let's talk about your mental health. How's the mental health changed since being on Love Island? I wouldn't say it's changed too much. I'm very, like I said before, I'm very strong as a person. I'm not a very sensitive person to myself. Like, I won't ever, I'll always try and, sometimes I will have, not down days, but I'd be like, I don't know, like, I think the pressure can get on top of you. And I think I'd be lying if I said it didn't. Sometimes I do feel like a little bit of pressure, like, even with work and all these other things, like, oh my God, I've got to keep up to this or that. And sometimes it can get on top of me. Sometimes also, like, I don't have as much to see my friends. I feel like I'm working two jobs now because I've got my own hair salon. And then I'm doing, like, the influence inside of things, like the jobs that my manager gets me. And sometimes I do feel like, oh, my God, I just need a minute to breathe. So it can get you down a little bit. But then, like I said to you, what I always do is just think of why should you be grateful? Look at your life. Like, if anything, you're lucky. Do you know what I mean? I always remind myself that because I'm in a good position. There's people worse off and you should always... Like, I feel embarrassed to ever be like, oh, I should be down because there's other people that are actually going through stuff, which are serious problems in life. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what makes me feel better. Not that I can't feel down or not that you should feel down. Like, because everyone's... Like, if anyone's upset, you're upset in your own way and you're entitled to be that way. But I just think you always have to understand that you're in a better position if you are, obviously. I completely agree with you. Well, look, let's talk about Love Island for this year now. The second season of Love Island this year, season 10. What are you making of it so far, one weekend? I find it, like, quite interesting. I feel like there's loads of different characters. Tyreek is funny. I feel like he's a little bit of a player, though. And I think recently he showed Ella that he is more interested in her, I think. And I think she's stunning. She's beautiful. But I'm just worried that he's just very more interested in her now because someone's come in, so he's just like, oh, my God, like, I'm on my toes now. Do you know what I mean? Like, that bit of chase is a bit worried. Are you worried that he's doing it to get the screen time? Obviously, they know they're going on TV. They know that they need to be in a relationship. We know now that one person will get dumped on the island. There's obviously a lot of worry there. Do you think he's thinking, I don't want to be the next David Salaka who was on your series, who was the first to go? Listen, let me tell you something. 100%, every single person in there is thinking that. Everyone in there is saying we need to play it safe, we need to be coupled up with someone, like we need to secure ourselves. Like, trust me, they are thinking that. Definitely. I do think he likes her though, because she is an attractive girl. It's just, I think, from how he speaks and how he's like, oh, I didn't even remember her in the very beginning, it just shows how many girls he sees and how many girls he gets or he thinks he gets. For me, someone like that, I'd maybe if anything, show them less attention because clearly he's not used to that. So I think that would keep him on his toes more and make him come running. I do think he's attracted to her. I just don't know if he's going to show her more effort for now. I don't know if it's temporary, basically. 
And the ratings for this year haven't been that great to begin with. So looking at this week, it had a 1.3 million people watch it on the night, first night. The second night had 921,000, down 28%. What do you think is going on? Why do you think people are switching off already? Oh, I don't know. I think it's because now everyone's playing it like more to say. And I think, I do think obviously Love Island has had a knock and effect in the past. Like I think everyone's worried about how they come across. I think the hate, I think there's just so many things that have come out, which have been massive downfalls to people. And I think it's just ruined what it used to be. I don't know. I really don't know because really I think sometimes it will be good you know what I mean like there will be days where I think it is really interesting on there and I just think maybe in the beginning people think it's not as interesting I do think it takes a while to warm up and get into as well it might just be a beginning thing I don't know well it always takes with whatever reality show it is it always takes about three weeks for it to settle down for you to get used to everyone you know it's very hard as a viewer to go ah I now know 15 people. You know, it's a lot in one go. It's not like here's six people and it grows. These are 15 complete random people and you're supposed to be remembering all these little facts and who knows who. And you're only getting 45 minutes a night and obviously you're distracted on your phone a lot of the time. So until you have those big explosive moments, which are usually quite negative, those are the ones you go, ah, now I know who everyone is. And I think really what people like to see is drama. But I think with everything happening in the past, just even people getting hate and stuff, maybe people are scared to cause that drama. Maybe people are scared to be themselves. I don't know. I'm just obviously thinking what it might be. Because really, a good TV show is when you see drama. Well, exactly. But obviously with Instagram and what Love Island done with Instagram taking away their Instagram accounts, that's obviously affected things. You know, you've got just over 250,000 Instagram followers. You should easily be on 2 million followers. Have you noticed? And um, what's the conversations amongst your peers of Love Island this year who've had that less increase in Instagram followers than you should have? Everyone from my um, season has actually said, like, we've been at such a disadvantage when it comes to following side because obviously everyone's going to want to have that extra help in their career however we're also grateful at the same time because you know what your health is so much more important than money and I've always said that but like I said everyone deals with it differently I didn't really get much hate coming out I was really really liked everyone's so lovely to me so for me if I had the extra following it wouldn't have really bothered me I'm assuming but obviously I don't know do you know what I mean you can't really speak too big until you're in that situation but I can say that but someone else who got more hate would have got 10 times more and their families could have do you know what I mean and it really could have affected their families so this is a safe option it helps everyone's family because at the end of the day I've always said you we chose to go into this but not their family and their friends so why do they deserve to get all that hate I just think it's just so sad that people still hate and have so much negative opinions though because I would never go out of my way to comment on someone's stuff and say all this negative stuff but everyone's also entitled an opinion and as well if they see something they don't like then you just got to take it on the chin as well because you chose to act that way absolutely so talking about all those peers that you're speaking to what's the whatsapp group like at the moment the love island 2023 whatsapp group with you all in it Okay, this is terrible, right? You're going to actually think I'm awful for this. I have not... I've told them, do not put me in it. <laughs> in the very beginning, when I left, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Spencer and Jordan. I don't know, a few people did say to me, like, let me add you into the WhatsApp group. I said, listen, have my number, but do not dare put me into a WhatsApp group <laughs> or give anyone else my number because I don't want it. <laughs> I really, really don't want it. I just about make time to see my own friends. I'm not going to sit here in a group chat messaging all day it would drive me mad <laughs> so hold on you, you, so 
are there a lot of the love islanders from your series who don't have your number still then yeah that's bad it's not though because i prioritize and i choose who i want to let in my life genuinely so i think it's a good thing <laughs> who's not got your number oh i don't know but i can pick who has because it'll be easier for me so <laughs> lana ron sarah um harris i'm not sure if jordan does maybe he does i think spence might do so about a quarter of the cast have your number and three quarters yes. of the cast don't have it yes and do you follow everyone on instagram no i don't have an issue with anyone if like if i don't follow them or whatever i just i don't know i never got around to doing it but you, you've got the time now. If you want to do it now, feel free. If you want me to sit back for a minute and you, and you do it now. <laughs> no, because if they don't follow me first, why am I going to follow them? <laughs> also, it's a business, isn't it? It's that funny thing that, you know, everyone thinks, oh, you've got to follow everyone. You've got to be best friends with everyone. You can't be best friends with every single no, person. I just think it's too vague. Like, some people might want to take the more, like, oh, I'll be friendly with everyone. You know, it's just easy to be civil, this, that. But I am civil. If I see them at an event, hello, how are you? I still care about them. I hope they're doing well. But... I want to pick and choose who I want to be close with or who I want to know my private business. That's all it is. I don't need to make effort with people and pretend I'm close with them. I don't need to. That was Tanya Raven. If you love Love Island like me, from season nine of Love Island, that's Tanya's season. On Sakuni School, there were episodes with Harris Namani, David Solarko, Zara Lackenby Brown, Anna Mae Roby, Ellie Spence. There's over 100 <laughs> Love Island stars on Sakuni School. So go and check it out. If you love Love Island like me, go and check out Sakuni School in the past library. Everyone is there telling their mental health journeys. And next week, Liam Redden, who won it in 2021 with Millie, is joining me to talk about Love Island and then also going on Celebs Go Dating. So if you love Love Island and you love Sakuni School, do me a favour, subscribe to Sakuni School after listening, give it a five-star rating and a review. And let's keep spreading the word, it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started